This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And once upon a time, I was so lucky because I got to work down on Queen Street. I mean, if you were in Toronto... 20 years ago. I mean, Queen Street was the place to go. Everyone wanted to be on Queen Street, right? And I got to work there. And so that was just the place to go, the place to be seen, the kind of place to hang. It was just, it had a personality all of its own, right? And now we are down to one of what I will call a dying breed. The, um, the outdoor entrepreneurs who have these portable businesses, you know, selling their, uh, their wares, whether it's a jewelry or pipes, leather goods, T-shirts. They used to be all over the city of Toronto, you know, but certainly on Queen Street. It was what made it unique, part of it anyway, because not only did it draw tourism, it added a lot of grit to the city, and it just became a kind of an entertainment zone of music and pop culture and subculture. And, um, you know, now this once really booming bohemian business utopia, it's dwindled down to one lone street vendor. I was reading about this over the week, and I thought, wow, is that where we're now at, 2023? One vendor? Yeah. Her name is Cheryl Genzer. She sells jewelry, and she's been selling it, selling it on Queen Street since 1992. That is a long time. <laughs> that is a long time. And she was there back in the day of when it was just a really cool vibe. And now, well, she's surrounded by cement and not so many uh, people anymore. Cheryl Genzer joining me. You have Queen Street Jewelry Vendor. Uh, good to have you. Hi, good morning, Alex. I was heartbroken Thank so many ways when me. I, because I, I remember you, I know where you are. I, I used to see you once upon a time because I'd always walk cool. down there. Well, you'd take a break on Queen Street, right? You're not leaving Queen Street. You just venture down Queen Street because it was always kind of an adventure. That's what made it so unique. But yeah. I didn't realize that it had really kind of dwindled down to just you. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I've been the last vendor for the, since 2017. Wow. Yeah, I guess and, the uh, pandemic wouldn't have been kind for sure. Oh, yeah. The, the pandemic really was, was tough. And uh, so I'm just so fortunate that we're still there. We just tried to do what we could to stay safe and put up the plexiglass and wear masks and shields. And I'm still happy that I'm able to be there and call it my, my home. <laughs> yeah, I, but again, I mean, what's it like going from kind of being a part of a community whether people bought your stuff or not, it was just part of the subculture of the city, right? It gave the city personality. And that's maybe why I don't really go down to that area anymore, because it's lost that grit. But what is it like going from kind of that point of view versus what you're at now? Well, it feels a little bit funny um, because there's not the amount of people coming to that part of the neighborhood anymore. Uh, I think they come to some of the box stores because they know that they're there and you know, it's nice to shop on Queen Street, but it's there's not a lot of uh, people passing by like there once was. It's really missing that individual artist style, mm-hmm. uh, fun, cool quality. Yeah, and and I don't think Toronto's alone. I mean, when a city grows up and gentrification becomes a thing, you do lose. I think a lot. A lot of times is the essence of a city. 
Um, but how have you managed to hold on where so few have? Um, I guess I just love what I do and I love being with people. And cause I also live in the neighborhood. I feel like I'm just a part of the streets and, uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine going anywhere else. And the stores around me are quite lovely. Um, uh, they're my neighbors and we see each other every day and, you know, it's, it's, it's the community of, of a lot of the stores that you know, watched over me the last several years, which has been great. Why didn't the city, you know, preserve these things? Like, we're not great in Toronto preserving our heritage. You know, we kind of tear everything down. But why didn't the city kind of see a value um, in our street culture and implement it into the, to the new design? Well, I think what it was, I mean, I'm in a, in a great open uh, sidewalk. It's very wide. And there was spaces for other street vendors to go. But I think because the parking lot got demolished for Mac to go on top of it, uh, there was no place for the vendors to park their vehicles and, and set up their tables and stuff. So it just made it more difficult uh, to sell on Queen Street because parking is a real mm-hmm. issue, as you know, in like downtown it. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long do you think you can hold on? Because you're definitely not going to a desk job. Like, there's no way. <laughs> Hell you know? no. Yeah, no, can it's, I say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that because it's just not going to work. But how long do you think you can, can hold on? I'm, I'm holding on as long as I can, as long as I have the, the energy and good people working with me and, uh, you know, support from the community. I'm, I'm here at least as long as I can be standing there, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Um, and I get that. Um, could we bring it back? Is there not a way that it, it could come back? Or is that just kind of part of the past? Well, that would be amazing. I mean, um, I know a couple of the people that used to vend there, they've sort of moved on as they got older, you know, so they do different things in life. And um, one person became a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, another person has uh, moved on to film and television. And uh, I mean, it would be great if there was more street vendors on Queen Street. It would it would have that feeling of like a destination and a market vibe and community and fun. Yeah, I wish I wish they brought back more street vendors. I do, too, because I know the core is really kind of still trying to climb back. Um, it has not recovered. And I look at the oh. city now and I think, you know what, we don't really and aren't what we used to be. And I think that's a loss for us. And I think there's an opportunity here, right? Um, I just think there's got to be a way you can redevelop this um, if it could work. Yeah, because there are a lot of buildings around me that are for lease. And there's so many empty buildings standing on Queen Street. I mean, the rents are quite high. And, uh, you know, just to have, you know, small businesses back in the neighborhood would be great. I know a lot of the small businesses couldn't afford to you know, survive inflation yeah. and uh, yeah, a lot of empty buildings. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, which is why it's probably a lot cheaper to get a cart. So if you were going to make a pitch to bring people back or, or who could become like the new generation, uh, I guess, of cool on a place like Queen Street, because there's always a Queen Street in the neighborhood, right? But how would, how would you do it and what would you tell people? Hmm. Well, I think they should lower the cost of the license to begin with and, Which is what you know, now? sort of uh, find 
artists that have different eclectic things to sell that are interesting for people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there should be there should be more street vendors on street on Queen Street. I agree. How much are the licenses now? How much do they run you? Uh, close to seven thousand dollars for the year. For the year. Yowzer. Okay, I didn't know it was yep. that expensive. Gee, I, I agree yep. with you, but nonetheless. I it's hope worth every penny, I'll tell you that. No question about it. Where can people <laughs> find you for the Christmas season this year? You're at Queen and um, what's Gloss? Yes. Yeah. We are, we are Queen, at Queen and Soho, and we're right by the Specs on Specs and Specs on yeah. Queen West. We're also very close to Nick's, mm-hmm. 292 Queen Street West. Yeah. Um, the Black Bull Tavern yes, has been a staple forever, and uh, they're super lovely, and they're just right on the corner. Yes, I, I know. I've, I've frequented it a few times, uh, oh, so I yes. know it well. Well, look, I, I, I saw your story, and I thought, oh, wow, really? This is sad. But I'm glad we chatted, Cheryl. I hope people Thank come you, to visit Alex. you, and I would love to see it come back because it really isn't It isn't the same, right? We need, we need life in the city. It isn't the same. Yeah. But we still have the good vibes, and we'll be there this Friday. And we're trying to be there every day, weather depending, and the last day is December 26th, if the weather holds up. All right. Well, we'll see you on the streets, I hope. I hope so, Alex. Great talking to you. Thank you. All right. Good luck. That's Cheryl Genzer. And again, it kind of just over time was a big part of the city that disappeared. So when I I read, there's only one vendor left. I thought, you know, that shouldn't be happening. It's character in a city, right? So going to... Go visit Cheryl. She's uh, selling all her stuff outdoor on Queen Street. You can't miss her. Literally, you cannot miss her. I used to walk by all the time, these guys.